It's the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNS and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, David Wilson, Celeste Middleton, Dana Womack, Emerson Williams, and Jeannie Allman. John Ding is back with you here on the Prentice Awesome Heating and Air Coach's Corner. We're talking, oh, by the way, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. I, mean, I, I was informed last week I wasn't saying that enough, so there we are. And uh, we're talking some baseball. It's a, it's, all, it's a baseball morning, the first hour anyway, and we've got uh, Craig Revis here with us, the head coach of the uh, Seagull Stars. And, uh, Coach, it's good that you're the only coach I actually got to see because we were doing football, but uh, a long, long last spring, wasn't it? It has been a very long year, and uh, we're just excited to be back playing uh, and getting to go to the ballpark every day. Yeah, there's nothing like it, and uh, it, it seemed so empty last year. Everybody was out riding bicycles, but nobody was playing baseball, which didn't, didn't make any sense to me. But anyway, uh, the Seagull Stars are um, in the hunt, and um, we're going to talk a little bit about that in a minute. You got off to a good start, though, uh, with the uh, big sweep over Blackman this uh, this past week. Yeah, we played very well for those two days. Uh, uh, got good pitching, and uh, first night we swung the bat real well. Didn't swing it quite as good the second night, but uh, played solid defense and, uh, you know, got two wins, which is uh, never easy to do over any school out of our district. You know, it, it's funny, too, those first two couple of weeks, you really don't know what to expect. The weather's usually not that great. And you just really don't know what to expect out of your guys. And uh, I know you had to be happy to get two. Uh, I, I know one would have been great, but two is just super. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, and, and that's true. You don't exactly know what uh, you got. I've had a couple of young guys in the lineup that I really didn't know what to expect from those guys. Uh, kind of felt like I knew what I was going to get off the mound because I've seen these guys uh, throw. Uh, Got what we expected there, and uh, actually, some of the, the the couple young guys exceeded what I was expecting. So, uh, real happy with with where we were after the first two games. And this district, it's it's so tough. I mean, it it's just because everybody's got some pitching, you know, for the most part, and that's the name of the game. And then I think, and I know you already always kind of believed in the pitching. The pitching will get you there, and uh, I talked to Coach Bartlett earlier, and he he said the same thing. Yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, you got to, you know, that's what we talk about every year. If you'll pitch and play defense, you're gonna have a shot to win every game, uh, and that's typically what happens around here. Where you're gonna see guys that, that throw strikes, and you're gonna play teams that are coached well and play good defense. So uh, there's not many times you're gonna walk out there and just know the team's gonna hand it to you. You're gonna have to go out and win it. I'm I'm going to throw a bunch of stuff at you here, some questions, but uh, and I'm going to it's going to sound like I'm going around a circle, but I wanted to mention as it popped in my head, Chris Biggs, who's the new head coach at Laverne. I know you've got to be proud of that because he played for you and uh, in, in one of those state teams uh, that you had, and I know you're really proud to see somebody uh, a mentor. Uh, you're a mentor to him, I'm sure, and I know you're really pleased to see that uh, in, coming up this year. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, we had some great times back at Laverne when he played for me back there, and he was part of a state championship team, and uh, absolutely thrilled that uh, 
that he got that job and uh, sort of back home for him. And, uh, you know, just like always, we wish him all the best except two or three times a year. <laughs> yeah, he said the school looked a little different when he came back. I said, it always does. It's, uh, it's a little bit of a change. Throwing another one at you. Uh, we talked about state tournaments, and I was talking to Coach Bartlett uh, earlier, and uh, you know, we mentioned the fact that you got to have a little luck to win a state tournament because I think it's the hardest thing to win in any in any high school sport um, because of the pitching. You know, if you don't if you can't right. get enough pitching, right? Yeah, I mean that's the difference between football and basketball is they get to put their best, you know, their best five or best you know twenty two on the field every night. And uh, baseball is more of, you know, it, that's why it's a serious sport because you're a little bit different every night. Uh, you know, there's days that we could beat any team in the in the state just based on who we're throwing and who they're throwing, and there's days that anybody in the state could beat us because of that. Well, so, I, uh, and the luck thing is, is funny, too. I Farragut played at our field uh, two days ago, and I was talking to Coach Buckner. Of course, they won it the last time. Uh, that we had the state tournament, we were talking about the same thing. You got to have a little bit of luck mixed in uh, if you're going to win it. It just it, it just always happens that way. And and you and you got to have some sometimes I think performances from people you you, you don't expect. And I want to talk about the run you had in the state tournament and eventual state champs. Uh, you were you were pretty your pitching staff was pretty decimated i mean there, it was and i cannot remember the young man and I, I i'm ashamed that i can't remember him but he he had a pitching performance for you gave you like five six five innings in a game that i don't even know if we we'd heard the young man's name before doing doing the games on the radio and uh we were so impressed and said that got you over a hump Right, it was Carson Simmons against Summit. Yeah, thank you. Yes, to get us to the championship game, uh, he ended up being our number one the next year. But he did not throw much that that year. And I remember in between the game, you know, we'd beat him the first game, and I remember he's walking to the concession stand to get a little snack, and I said, "Carson, you got the ball." <laughs> and he went out and threw lights out, and you know, we had to beat the McIlvain kid that's at Vanderbilt now, and uh, uh, he. <laughs> It's just one of those, yeah, one of those things that somebody's got to step up. And if you uh, if you'd have told him if you'd have told him a few minutes, you know, like a uh, a day before, it it might not have it might not have gone as well. And yeah, it could have, <laughs> you know. Uh, that's that's just, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's just one of the many things that happened that year that that you know you're just grateful for, you know. And, and uh, of course. You know, he, he's not a bad pitcher, but we had other guys, and he just didn't get many opportunities that year. But he took full advantage of, of his opportunity. And uh, I, I commend you on that uh, coaching performance, and I, I know you don't like to take credit, but um, some of the moves you made in that tournament were unbelievable. And uh, never will forget it, but it was a great, great memory. But uh, present day, let's talk a little bit about your um, current staff, and uh, then we'll kind of go around the infield and kind of get get a chance for you to introduce some of your players. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to that's throwing, you know, these first four weeks in the two-game series are, is Jamison Nephew and Jack uh, Nedro. Both uh, had had gotten wins last year in that first week in, in sort of a dominant fashion, and they, they came out and uh, took care of business this week. Jamison's uh, signed with Tennessee Tech. Uh, and Jack's uh, son with Lee University. Uh, they're both upper 80s guys. Jamison will touch 90-91. Um, 
you know, Jack's a real strike thrower. Um, and, you know, we feel like we're going to, we're going to have a good shot every time they're on the mound. And, uh, you know, we backed that up. Uh, Caleb Barks has been, ever since his sophomore year, just solid out of the pen. He's very similar to what we had in Seth Petrie. Uh, back in the year we won it, and in those few years he was where he we feel real good bringing him in in any situation, uh, and he's going to throw strikes and get people out, and uh, so we feel real good in these the two game series that we have early in the year that uh, if we're going to be real hard to score on. Uh, number three is a little bit up there right now, but it's it, uh, Matthew Kirby who who started game number three last year. Uh, as a freshman, he, he, he's probably going to be our three as we go through the season uh, this year uh, as a sophomore. But uh, Christian Pinsek actually threw game three this year, and he's showing some promise. Didn't have a real strong outing. Of course, we didn't help him at all defensively the other night uh, in our game three. Uh, and then uh, Tucker Moss, the fourth Moss I've had in the program. Yeah. I think we've had a Moss in the program for I don't know how many years now. 10, 11, 12 years, and this is the last one. And uh, he's another guy we bring out of the pen. And he closed out the first game against Blackman through real well. Uh, so that's our main guys. Uh, ben Lance came in last night as a sophomore and, and beat Wilson Central through well. Um, you know, and hopefully we'll have some role guys. We had a kid named Jack McAlpin came in and threw well the other night. Uh, you know, and then – of course, Kirby's going to go against Ravenwood this morning, which is going to be a tough test. Ravenwood's got a real strong team. And then Johnny Holstaff will probably finish up <laughs> the late game today. But uh, we feel real good on the mound, especially for our district series. And these these weekend games are a great opportunity for you to kind of get everybody else some work and uh, put some arms out there that you haven't really gotten a chance to see. Right, it is. It's good, and it's good to see how they react and and what they can do for on down the road. These first three weeks, we've got well, we originally had 20 games scheduled in the first 21 days, and we lost one. So uh, these first three weeks, we get to see a lot of arms and and find some guys that we can count on because you know at the end of the year, you get into the district tournament and and region and and possibly a state tournament. You got to have some of those guys get some innings. We're talking to Coach Craig Revis, the head coach of the Seagull Stars, and let's talk a little bit about uh, the offense and uh, kind of go around the horn. We'll start with catcher. Uh, catcher, our starting catcher will be Jackson Cawthorn. He's been catching since his freshman year. Uh, you know, the, in 18 when we got to the state tournament, he, he was our, our starting catcher. Uh, he signed with Montlow State, and, uh, you know, we feel real good with him back there. He's uh, – I've actually let him – I usually call pitches in district games, and this week I've, I've called pitches for two innings, and I turned it over to him for the rest of the series, and he did a great job that. He throws well, um, left-handed bat, swings the bat well. Uh, so he's he's doing well. And, and two of our other guys, seniors, uh, Michael Romagno and Eli Strayer, both do a good job behind the plate too. So in these first three weeks, they're both going to help us out a lot. Uh, Michael caught last night and did a great job. Uh, so we we, as far as this year, we're about as good behind the plate depth wise and and starting wise as we've been in a while. Jackson's got a good bat too. Uh, you know he's uh, he's he's kind of the seasoned veteran. Yes, 
he he's been around and and seen it all so we feel real good with him and uh what he brings to the table y'all have always had a really strong infield for the most part and um i don't think that, is there a benefield playing this year or <laughs> there's, no unfortunately there's not a benefield left but we still have a moss in the infield so. yeah yeah <laughs> uh but yeah we uh there we've Basically, our infield are guys that played two years ago. Uh, I feel like this is one advantage we have over the rest of the district is we actually do have experience after losing a year last year. But we've got Gavin Rogers at third, Braxton Baird at short, uh, Tucker Moss at second, and Dylan Taylor at first. All guys started the full year two years ago. Uh, and, and we've been real happy uh, with our, our defense. We had a little bit of a hiccup the other night, but we came back out yesterday and backed that up with a real good uh, defensive performance, turned a couple double plays, uh, and, and was real solid. So th- these guys are are solid and, and uh, give us a shot to win. And I know we go to the outfield, and I know sometimes you'll throw a pitcher out there because, you know, he can hit and uh, when he's not <laughs> pitching. Uh, yeah, we don't have a whole lot of pitching hitters this year, but uh, this is where uh, we've got the Eli Strayer and Michael Romagno, who also catch a little bit, are, are cornering our outfield left and right. Uh, these are both seniors that didn't play a lot as sophomores, but they, they were in the lineup last year and had good summers coming in. Uh, and then uh, center field's been taken over by sophomore Brody Ballou. Uh, has done a solid job, a uh, left-handed hitter, and had a couple big hits in, in the Blackman series and um, runs the base as well and, uh, you know, doing a good job. And then dh and we have another sophomore, Quentin Capella, uh, is one that I, you know, both sophomores, I wasn't really sure how they would react once we put them in a district series, and they both had some big hits and are playing uh, really well. Well, it looks like, Coach, you've got a really good mix of youth and some senior leadership there, which is always kind of important in a, in a what it seems like a long season, but it really isn't. But you play a lot of games in a short period of time. Yeah, we do, and it it, it is a really good group of seniors that uh, they get along with each other, and and there's no animosity between them, and they like being out there, and they're fun to coach. I guess, in a way, too, not playing last year, it's kind of lit a fire under the coaches, under the players, because they're getting to play. It's it's uh, you know when you when you it's something you don't think about till you miss it, and and if you don't have it, and then it kind of renewed vigor is what I guess I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely, and you know I think even more so for the coaches because a lot of these kids did get they were able to play summer ball last year, so right. they did get some baseball in, but. A lot of us high school coaches didn't get to coach anything for, you know, so uh, I know it's made a, a little difference in my mind thought this week is just making, trying to make sure we get as many games in with the rain and our field handled that two inches of rain uh, on Wednesday. Of course, we lost those games, but we were able to play the next day and, you know, played through a little bit of rain and sloppiness. And, you know, I think that's one of the things people are, are a little more okay with doing this year because, uh, of what we went through last year, so, uh, but I, I definitely it's 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 great to be back out there with the kids and and, and you know feeling some sort of normalcy the best we can uh, on a baseball field. You know uh, the district seems really 
you know, tough again. I mean, it, it just about we have that we have this same conversation about this time every year. Uh, but it's going to be um, there's there's some teams with some pitching. Uh, there's some teams that uh, are young. Going to be uh, I, I, I throw out Rockville there that uh, you know they, they they look like they're a little ahead of schedule and uh, even with some injuries they've had. So in other words, it's just another tough year. It is. I mean, you're gonna have to be ready to play uh, every week. Uh, you know, which I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, it's not fun. It's- if the games aren't competitive and and uh, you know and you just don't get much better, uh, but that's I think that's one reason why we do so well getting teams into the state tournament is it's just so competitive all year and our guys have to come out and play every day and you know there's some pressure to it every day and it makes it easier when it comes down to the end of the year and and trying to win games to get to the state tournament. Yeah, uh, get get hot in May. You know that's a, yeah that that's a biggie too. You it know, is. be playing your best baseball, uh, coach. Yeah. Coach, it's been great uh, talking to you, and uh, I'm looking forward to another great single year. We're going to see you probably in a few days, so uh, All we'll, right. we'll get out there and um, and um, grab those lineups from you. How's that? Ah, uh, it's perfect. All right, that's Looking Coach. Thank you, Coach. That's Coach Craig Revis, the head coach of the Seagull Stars. We're going to talk a little Eagleville baseball when we continue here on the Prentissaw Subheating Air Coach's Corner. Here's Amy Byers. If you've not been to mtemc.com lately, you might want to check it out. It's got a whole new look, and it is very easy to navigate. Check out Middle Tennessee Electric's new website mtemc.com It's a great opportunity to learn more about Middle Tennessee Electric, being able to pay your bill, and check that out for more information. mtemc.com We're talking now with Heather here at Carpets by Osborne. Tell us what it's like to work at a family business. It's a lot of fun. However, it's a lot of work. Everybody has to pull their weight equally. What do you think are some of the advantages of people doing business with a family business versus a a corporate business? We are here to answer all questions. We're responsible for scheduling jobs. Uh, We're not here to sell you material and pass you off to a list of installers. Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. From the pit to the plate, Rick's Barbecue is serving up the best meats in Murfreesboro. Our pork is smoked about 23 hours. The process takes about that long. We're talking with Mike Lanning of Rick's Barbecue. You know, as long as you stay on top of things and keep your quality right, it pretty much sells itself just because of the taste. It's excellent barbecue. Also try their smoked chicken, ribs, and world-famous loaded baked potatoes. Loaded down with your favorite meat. And don't forget their catering at Rick's Barbecue on Warrior Drive, just off South Church Street. And the Blue Raiders win again. Man, I really need to get some new MT gear. Where are you going? I thought I'd go to the bookstore. Bookstore? I thought you wanted gear. Businesses always put what they're most proud of in their name. So where do you go? Raider Tees. They have tees, polos, hats, chairs, tents, artwork, everything blue for the true Blue Raider fan. They're just off Broad Street behind Chewy's Restaurant on Ridgely Road. Raider Tees. Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees, bigger, better, and go blue. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, 615-890-1311. 
just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at prenticeallsip.com. Loveless Fine Photography is the official school photographers for Blackman, Central Magnet, MTCS, PCA, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek. It's not the same old school photographers. We do one senior at a time. Alan says in addition to the tux or drape portraits, you'll find they'll get very creative. It's not your daddy's senior picture, let me tell you. They want to do the cool stuff, and we do it for them. View the online gallery at lovelessphotography.com. It's one-on-one all the way. Loveless Photography, 615-890-1558. It's the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches.